Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so how's your week going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. We are having uh, cinnamon old fashions, more yes. or less. Somebody got us cinnamon bitters for uh-huh. a little poor white Oprah thing we do. Um, get together with some friends. and It's a favorite things exchange, except nobody gets a car. Yeah. Or even ice cream. No. <laughs> But I occasionally serve ice cream. We get cheese. It's unrelated. Oh, yeah, we do get cheese. We often get cheese. We got lactose-free cheese, y'all. Someone knows my love language. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Yeah, and so there's a lot of things that happen, but um, we basically just hang out. And... Yeah, we hang out, and we give each other our ran- very random favorite things. You got, like, a really good eye, like... I, I got an eye sleep mask. Yeah, like... I, I want got, to call it a blindfold, I got but that it, sounds a little... Yeah, it sounds risque. <laughs> but it's a... But it's an eye mask. But eye mask to me sounds a, like a those, sleeping. like... I also got puffy under eye masks. Right, I right. got both kinds of eye masks. So there you go. I got a sleeping one and a, a de-wrinkling, de-puffing one. Mm-hmm. Which I always... I'm always impressed by the fact that you try to de-puff the area under your cheeks because you have, like... Mm-hmm. These apple cheeks that for days well, are just massive. My cheeks don't need to get unpuffy, um, but the space between my cheeks and my eyeballs are like Could use bag, little... bags for days. Anyway. Uh, I did see somewhere where like one of the youths just decided uh, to like line their under eye, like just like line the bags in like canary yellow. <laughs> They're like, mm-hmm. I'm leaning the fuck in. Yeah, <laughs> like, steer in. Looked great. Looked fantastic. So, that's good. Um, I don't know. Like, this week's going pretty well. We actually just recorded, like, two days ago. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm heading out of town next week, so we got to make sure we get some in the bag so that our our listeners do not miss that weekly content. It's uh, very important, Adam. I'm on a streak. Yes. And if if we skip a week, we will just never podcast again. Because it's that... likely. That is how his brain works. Um, so... I am here to support him and his special brain. Yeah, I uh, I missed yesterday's Wordle, and I'm like literally about <gasps> to quit. Oh no! I did today's, and then it was like your streak is now one. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this shit. Right. This is my problem with streaks. I'm very unmotivated by streaks. I'm I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm motivated until it breaks. And no, I'm, like, I'm not even motivated when it breaks. I'm like, this is just gonna break. Like, I can't do. Are you kidding me? I haven't done anything anything every day, ever. You eat almost the Ever. same lunch every day. But that's not a thing that you put in an app. <laughs> that's not appable. That's not gamified. Nobody is here to be like, you know what you should do? It's like, eat a salad wrap and go on a walk every day at lunch. Um, even though I do. But I can't take a pill every day. No. Like... Famously, I don't, that's why we didn't go with that method. Yeah. I don't think I could ever finish a round of antibiotics. Have you ever finished a round of antibiotics and taken all of your pills on time? Yeah. Yeah. Never have. And it's that's only for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, if I ever get cancer, you need to, like, sign me up for the kind where, like, I go in 
and they like give me radiation or a shot in the arm or like some other kind of therapy. I cannot do this pill every day. Bullshit. I, I thought you said if I get cancer, you need to sign me up for this kind of cancer. And I was like, I don't think that's how it works, love. Yes. Yes. But, but you need to be like, either, like if someone hands me the pill, I'll take it. But it needs to be someone else's job. You know your watch it. can remind you. I mean, you put your it could, on your watch. but my watch is also reminding me to stand up. And I'm like, shut up, bitch. There. <laughs> so, I don't know. It doesn't work. <laughs> Not motivated by such things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, all that to say, we don't really have a lot of events to talk about because nothing's really happened since then. But whatever. So, I'm, I'm gearing up. Uh, the reason I'll be gone next week is because I'm going to a board game convention. Right. Right, in case uh, you were worried about Adam's nerd cred. Uh-huh. It is it is very intact. Yeah, like I go to Gen Con, uh, I, I have an opportunity for a meeting with Cole Weary. I don't know who or what that is. He made Pax Premier. Oh, the original? You're going to meet with a real racist dude? No, no, not the original who racist guy. might be guy. dead? The guy, no, he's not dead. <laughs> um, he's still making games. It's oh, still terrible. Yeah, I... Um, no, Cole is the guy that like designed the framework of the game and like a lot of the mechanics and then this guy published it with his essays about the glories of colonialism mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah and cole was like i'm very sad about uh second edition cole put out his essays about yeah maybe that guy's an asshole i mean not quite in those terms but right right and in this one like yeah the... you you get to be like it very much emphasized the role of the Afghans in their own self-determination mm -hmm. and the fact that, like, there were Russian, Afghan, like, unified and British forces kind of vying for control. But really, like, the warlords were like, yeah, fuck this shit. We're just going to play all these sides against each other. Right. We're going to do what we want. And get the best outcome for each of us. Mm -hmm. Which then becomes the point of the game, which is actually a load of fun. Yes. I have played that game and mm -hmm. it is not bad. It's not a bad it's game. It's not bad. Yeah. And... So did you, can you like sign up? Does he have office hours? Yeah, yeah. He's got a. He's got. He's going to be at a. Is he going to sign game boxes? Are you going to ask him about game theory? Is it a panel? I'm like. Yeah. So tell he, me. I don't know why, but I'm fascinated. So he's going to be holding court in uh, one of the ballrooms, mm -hmm. and it's possible if you want to, you could like bring something for him to sign. I don't know that I will, but mm -hmm. I don't know. It just seems I'm not yeah. that fanboy. Okay, so. When you say ballroom, I think like full on like Venetian oh, with like, like masks, like Beauty and the Beast. With, <laughs> right. Like, also, like maybe a sex party. Like that. I'm not going to that part of Gen Con. Like actually, that, I'm not sure where that part of Gen Con is. I am sure that part exists. I'm sure it is, but I've not been invited. Right, and that is not your thing. So it would be interesting if you were invited. And yeah. You'd be like, you know what? I support any kind of consensual pleasure, but like. It's not for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play like right. Architects of the West Kingdom <laughs> instead. Instead, I'm gonna, of, I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, I'm gonna play literally board games instead of going to the orgy because that's the kind of nerd I am. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Like I really I don't know if I could handle disappointing that many people at one time. That's a lot of people. Really and you can watch. You can watch, and then there's not, like, disappointment, because you're just a spectator. I mean, I don't know. Is that kosher? I mean, that feels creepy. I mean, it depends on, I think, the, like, rules established at the sex party. I 
I'm intrigued that you know a lot more about this than I thought you would. I mean, I none of this is from experience. This is just like I would think. Yeah. I would think there are people who enjoy being voyeurs and there are people who enjoy watching and then like people enjoy being watched. Yeah. And like maybe and the two of them could meet. There's some there's some mutual satisfaction there. I guess so. I mean, I can see that. There's there's someone for everyone there out there. There is. There is. Um, there is not a small portion of furries at this party. Mm. And those people get weird. Interesting. Do they show up in their, like, full furry costume oh, to, yeah. play, to play board games? Um, so how do, you, how do you hold the cards with those, like, weird Muppet paws? So not a lot of them participate in, like, the board games in costume, but, like, they have their own kind of, like, events going on. I mean, like, there's Furry Twister. Okay. As part of Gen Con, there's Furry Twister. Yeah. And you have to be in a furry costume to do it? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, it's harder, as much it, as it does. It's harder to... You need everyone to be on the same plane. Like, it's much harder to maneuver yeah. in a furry costume. Like, you need everyone to have that, that Again, same disadvantage. D- details, I'm curious about how you know, but... I, okay, just just... Thought experiment-wise, yeah. why would it be easier to play Twister in a furry costume? I don't think it would be. Right. It would not be. It would not be. Yeah, One, right. you're hot. Two, Two, your paws are slippery. Your feet are enormous. <laughs> but then when you're like, you know, left paw green, like, mm-hmm. you got a bigger target. You do You do have a bigger target. You might so be you able can, to sneak, you can fudge edge, a little. Edge a little bit. But, um... Yeah, I just I just feel like it would be like hot and bulky, and your center of gravity would all all off. You have this giant like head on your head. I guess you fall over. But yeah, there's a small cosplay scene there, and then that always attracts the furries because that's something they can do. So okay, but good. I don't participate in that part. No, but I'll be I'll be playing games. I'm playing. Like several board games with strangers, I've just signed up. It's just myself <gasps> to go. Board games? Is, are you serious? Who are you? I know, right? I'm trying to like actually participate in the con this year because, mm-hmm. like, the last few, years, well, two years ago it didn't happen. 2020 because mm-hmm. reasons. 21, it was really scaled down, and like I didn't do much with the con. Like mm-hmm. we went to the board game library, which is a sight to behold. Let me tell you. Um, right, and you played board games with the people you came with. Right. But you didn't really branch out. And you're like, oh, I've always wanted to play X game. Yeah, and so we would go find X game. We would play it, the four of us. And if we liked it, we liked it. If we didn't, we didn't. If we knew how to play it, we knew how to play it. But, like, this year, yeah, I'm going to go to, like, this mingle with Cole and his that group. That is so interesting. I'm going to... I am so proud of you. Yeah, my, I'm playing Arkham Horror, the card game. nerd introvert. I'm playing uh, um, Marvel Champions. With some people. I'm really excited because I got a new Spider-Ham deck. Oh, do you get to bring your own deck? Yeah. Okay. So you, you have a deck of cards that matches your hero. And you get to be... Are you going to play as Spider-Ham? Uh, it's do one you of the have, options. Do you have to declare... Okay. I was going to ask if you had to declare who you were going to be before you got to the table. So so protocol... And I, I did some research on this. Protocol is you show up at the table and you say, here are my here's my top... Mm-hmm. card that deck I want to play but I also brought this and this and mm-hmm. if someone else has that top card deck maybe then you like you, rock paper scissors rock paper scissors and then you fall down to your like second or third choice okay and so there's different roles within the um you know within the right and you're like I want to be spider ham and they were like 
Okay, man. Yeah, Spider-Ham just got released. I pre-ordered it. Uh, it was an April 1st joke that was real. And so I pre-ordered it. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect, last, I didn't expect to get anything from this Kickstarter because I fully thought it was a joke. No, no. I It was an April 1st joke. And they're like, you can pre-order it here. And I was like, actually, that's awesome. Um, I want to play as Peter Porker, mm-hmm. the uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Ham. It's great. It's It's a good joke. It goes way too far. But. I mean, I am here for a terrible pun always. Mm-hmm. I love a terrible pun. But I'll so I'll show up and I'll be like, all right, I have Peter Porker, but I also have Drax and I have the Hulk and I could probably play Miss Marble if you need me to. Um, and then those are all like none of those are like a listers. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's the, a... the Hulk maybe is, but yeah. like, yeah, he is. He's a, he's an adventure. Mm-hmm. But like Drax is like, yeah. Yeah, like your your first two are not, I would say, like. Mm-hmm. Well, the fun thing about this game is that they pick all these different characters, and then they just build a deck, and it's thematic, and it you know some of the cards you know their character specific cards match who they are, and it's kind of cool. But then, like they can you know the Hulk is a he doesn't do a lot of like strategic stuff; he just smashes things. He's the he's the damage I dealer and the damage sponge. Get, I wonder if you ever get like Doctor Hulk. Like so, later, do you get like Zaddy Hulk with like his elbow patches and his glasses? <laughs> I mean, you're here for that. I know, but I am. I'm. I am here for that Hulk. Well, he would be a much more strategic character, but right. they're not there yet. Well, it would be interesting if he started out smash, smash, smashy, and then like two thirds of the way through the game, he transitions, he transitions into a strategic character. That that is an interesting gameplay. It would be interesting. It would be interesting to to see how that works. That is not how this character works. He's just he's, <laughs> he's just all smashy all he, the time. He takes the hits. He gives the hits. That's mm-hmm. you know that's his his whole mechanic is that he's the guy out front right, taking right. the damage. Um, Spider Ham is a little more nimble, and you know he's got some plots that he's working on on his side where he's got a couple. If you get, like, three cards down, they all synergize together, and then you can start kind of spooling his engine up. Hulk's engine is just, like, Hulk smash. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a card that does a lot of damage. Here's another card that does a lot of damage. Right, he can take a lot of damage, he can give a lot of damage. That's his whole thing. That's all, his, that's all he does. Uh, Captain Marvel, she does more with, like, I help you when you do your test. Ah, like when you're doing she, your she's things. like an add-on bonus yeah. character. So she she handles her own, but like she's she's mid grade on her own, which is not quite how Miss Marvel is. But but she's like a multiplier. But yeah, she's a force multiplier when she's connects with other people. So like that's kind of cool. Okay. So, you know, there's different different people have different roles. I am so proud of you for like being like I will play board games with strangers. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay, out there. good job. And I have a couple friends I'm going to try to connect with and some of them see. are my friends. Some of them are your friends. <laughs> Hi if you're listening. Hi. So uh, by the time you listen to this we may have already had tacos. Mhm. Uh, as we did last year, but I hope the tacos are delicious. They were. But I met one of her friends who was Mhm. Also around. Yeah, also around and like totally was like Honestly, all my friends are cool. Yeah. Like, and like most of the second tier friends of your friends are pretty cool too. I trust my friends. I trust my friends to hang out with cool yeah. people. So if my friend shows up and was like, this is Liz, like she's cool. And I'd be like, I will die for you, Liz. She's like, cool. <laughs> well, and like sometimes your friends are like, hey, we're bringing so-and-so to the party. But and like, they're like, 
FYI. Yeah. They're a work in progress. And you're like, right. noted. Right. Well, and my, and my friends will be like, hey, I'm bringing whoever to the party. But, like, it might be on their own journey. And I'm like, okay, noted. Noted. We are, we are, you know, like, missionary friending. Where we are, like, gonna convert them to being good people. <laughs> Slowly, but surely. Or, like, we're dating this person, and, like, it might be ending here yes. shortly. Don't get too attached. Don't, don't get, get too attached, attached, but, like, I didn't want to do it at, like... Right, I don't want to break up with someone on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Again, hi, friend. Hi, friend. We see you. But anyway, so it'll be fun. I'll, I'll have a good time. I hope. Yes. So. It'll- you will have a good time. You have never not had a good time. Yeah. So you have had not good moments, but you have never not had a good time. And also, for the record, my good not good moments were like the time I got rear-ended. Right. It's not your fault. It's not anybody's you were with's fault. It's like, not Gen Con's fault. It's not Gen Con's fault. That could have happened anywhere. <laughs> that was not great. But it was, I'm going to say, a real bummer. Yeah. It and then a, like, It was a bummer. And so, like, last year... Um, so, like, we always have, like, the big catastrophe of Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Um, Anytime when, you have a trip with that many people, yeah, like, like, stuff's gonna happen. One year, some dude, one of the drivers locked his keys in the car. Mm-hmm. And then, like, had to have his wife drive two and a half hours to, to bring this his car. keys. And oh. you're like, oh, that just sucks. I would be so annoyed. Yeah, you would. And, like... He's like, you know, this is only annoying for some of you, but it's really annoying when I get home. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody forgot their tickets one year, and somebody and had to have a friend drive from like they missed. They, they couldn't confirm it on their phone. Or no, whatever? no, like you get a you get, you get a, a physical a ticket. Physical. It's your um, it's your badge. You're mm-hmm. la- on the lanyard. That seems very analog. Yeah. For people who are super into technology. Well, like, it's, I mean, it's the thing. It's the one thing. Like, mm-hmm. you can't copy it. You can't, you know, do anything weird. You walk up to the thing. You show your badge. You get in. Like, everything's fine. But it's just, huh. It's a it's a trip. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, they forgot their badges. And oh. so, like, on the first day of the con. What are your options? The, most of the group went in. They drove back to Dayton. To get their badge. Got their badge, drove back, missed the whole, you know, all four hours in the morning. I mean, it's not that far away. It's so. not terrible, but you're just like, oh, But it gosh. sucks. Yeah, it super sucks. And then we were ranking things, and then, like, me getting rear-ended was, like... <laughs> was, like, number three. Oh, that's... that's That was... I think that's at the new bar. That mm-hmm. was, like, the highest... That was the worst it's gone. I mean... None of your games were damaged. Yeah. Well, that was the funny thing. The cop's like, do you have anything of value in the trunk that got damaged? I was like, no, we took all the games out or that would have been a couple thousand dollars. And he's like, wait, what? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, between me and the two other guys that were in this vehicle, right. well, we probably ev- brought $1,500 worth of Every game is like, $50 is a cheap game. Yeah. Like, and we brought, I think, 20 to th- 20 games of your own. Of yeah. mine. So, and like, not counting organizers or special upgrades or... Right, those fancy rubber bands. Those... This is not a cheap hobby. No, it's, it's not, not. It's not a cheap hobby. But it's, it's a hobby, hobby you can budget for. It, it's a hobby you can budget for, and I appreciate that you literally never give me shit about stuff I spend money on, because mm. you see, you see how much money I bring in and how much money goes out. 
to stupid shit and you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> the fact that I can like use your money and my money, I make money as well. You do make money, but I make more money. And that's important to me. Truth. Um, when our money's come in and mm-hmm. I look and I go, you know, I can buy the metal coins for PAX Pamir. Which sure, no function game wise. <laughs> They're just a like a nice feel. They like, feel they, great. They feel like clanky coins, like you're spending money. And that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, Could we just buy a roll of quarters? I feel like quarters are cheaper. <laughs> they're not thematically the same. <laughs> Can we just put real money in the boxes? <laughs> they're so much cheaper. I'm trying to think. They so are. Think, they are cheaper. Uh, yeah, I think I they're, literally just they're a hundred percent cheaper. I think I bought. Um, so I had a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and there was a fifteen dollar upgrade for twenty five. Or no, they're fifty. Fifty is fifteen dollars for fifty coins yeah i feel like we could just like go to the bank and get like euros and kronar and like get like other money and put that money in the boxes and be cheaper <laughs> and it would be cheaper than your like you know but bes- it's not bespoke themed fake money <laughs> so one of the things i love about coins one of, it's it's a subtle thing so um Colweary, i'll come back again he's got two games um, that are are these two most recent games. Mm-hmm. One is John Company. It should be shipping to me here by the end of September. What is John Company? It's about the uh, British West Indies Company. Okay, okay. Uh, no, East Indies Company. East the Indies one that was company. operating in India. Okay. Um, and their trade and nepotism and trying to take over parts of the corporation by putting your spawn in the right positions right right and and using that to steer the direction of the company towards your interests in on the on in india Mm -hmm. and um it's an engine builder and it's a thing so he he has metal coins for that is it the stackability versus the not stackability uh function of coins exactly so all of his coins in john company stack nicely so like the edges are Are like ridged and there's ridged and wide and so Mm -hmm. the profile like all the engraving is recessed into that ridge whereas pax premier his previous game that we just discussed all the the coins literally cannot stack. There is no physical right. way the for them cent- to hold The together. center of the coin is higher than the edge of the coin, and so, like, it is just a pile of coins always. Yeah. And so... And that's part of the vibe. That's part of the vibe, is that you have a pile of money as you opposed have, to stacks. Of right, you have a pouch. Yeah. And so... I'm here for that. Like, that kind of attention <laughs> to detail. Just, like... Adam is a real detail nerd. It's, it's super awesome. Well, and then, like... So a lot of these games for me, it is entering into uh, into a fantasy or a scene or a mood. It's world building. It's world it is building. world building. It's like watching The Lord of the Rings where like everything that you see, like everything is part of, you know, everything was manufactured ex- expressly for this movie. Right. And everything is uh, d- telling the same story. Right. You're like, oh, that little teapot. Which is handmade by like hardworking indigenous peoples of wherever, like right of the props department. Yeah, uh, what a digital or what a what a workshop, uh, not digital. Um, 
but yeah, like all of that builds into a world and builds into a theme. And then like you get like the men in black movies mm-hmm. where like literally you look at their guns and you're like, that's, that's a, that's a razor. Oh no, it was, uh, uh, star Wars. The, one of the communicators was, uh, one of the lady Vic razors. Oh yeah. Interesting. It's like, like they just painted it silver. Yeah. Does it does it break does it break the no, universe I, it for doesn't you? Quite, but then like, but something. I do. feel like sci-fi gets a real pass mm-hmm. because sci-fi is uh, maybe it's because my love of Star Trek is inherently scrappy. Yeah, like like especially like steampunk sci-fi, like yeah, well, like the dystopian vibes. Yeah, like um, the original Star Trek. Mm-hmm. The when they would wave the little, like, tricorder probe over the people. Yes. That was a salt shaker from the diner down the street. Like, truly, everything in Star Trek is like, this cost 10 cents. Yeah. Like, we could we couldn't spend money, so I raided my mom's cabinet, and I stole all of her curlers, and I made this, like, uh, space empire out well, of them. And, and famously, Star Wars, mm-hmm. going to the other side of that aisle, um, this, the also a bitch, Also a bitch on a budget. Yeah. The lightsaber hilts were, like, built from flash grips. Like, the grips were, like, flash, like, old school mm-hmm. camera flashes that they used in, like, the 40s and 50s. And by the 70s were worthless. Right. But not antique yet. Not antique yet. They were just garbage that was laying around. So they bought right. them all. And Literally everything in Star Wars is made of trash. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, Han Solo's blaster is just like a kit bash of like 12 different guns that they just smashed together and sanded down. Right. And they're like, we're going to tape this shit up. It's fine. And so like you find people that have gone through and reverse engineered these things. And like, this is what you start with. And then... And so all of those pieces now, super high in demand, you can't find them. Like, you, you can't get the not. flash grip for not. this defunct camera that nobody cares about. Like, there was an Antiques Roadshow where this guy brought this camera on, and he's like, what's this camera worth? And he's like, all right, so the camera's worth, like, 50 bucks. But... But you've got this flash grip. And as a flash grip, it's not worth anything. It's a It's a flash. But... This is part of... This is, you know... The lightsaber hilt. Right, that they used. So therefore... It is worth a million dollars. It's one of the originals, so therefore you can sell it for a bajillion dollars to a Star Trek cosplayer. Star Wars. Star Wars, sorry. Yep, did that. All of your nerds are going to be so mad at you. Both of you can at me. Um, But yeah, they, uh, they're like, so yeah, you've got one of the original ones. They're hard to find now. You've got several hundred dollars worth of... I That'll do remember, I didn't watch Antiques Roadshow very often, but I watched it a lot when I was living in like a 150 year old farmhouse yeah. <laughs> when I was in college with my roommate. And like literally all the time they'd be like, huh, this table's worth that. Maybe we shouldn't put our feet on it. And, and they're like, nah. My favorite was like, they were like, so you can tell this was made by that guy because of this mark on the bottom. And like one of them just like leans over and looks underneath and is like, uh huh. And you're like, oh. Oh, okay. Good to know. And then, like, just somebody just put a coaster down. Should we not put our feet on it? And they're like, maybe coasters? And they're like, maybe coasters. Coasters. (laughs) There's the the accommodation. But anyway. So, but I don't know. But I'm excited. I'll have to say I'm excited about Gen Con. I'll come back with some new games and some stories. I am excited for you to have fun with your friends. (sighs) I do have fun. uh, Playing games. 
And then later this year, you will go to Ladycation, I think. Yeah, I'll do Ladycation. Happening still? Yeah, yeah, it's happening. I mean, I'm going. Like, I don't fucking care. You're going to let <laughs> rent a cabin out in Hawking Hill. I'm just going to go just... by myself. I don't even care. Uh, I mean, if I if I test positive for COVID, then I will go. Uh, but. But. Assuming I do not test positive for COVID, I will go. Because um, I'm a responsible lady. Uh, yeah, I don't know what is happening, but I fully trust the people in charge. And I was like, right. I will show up. Like, I will pay my money and uh, we'll do whatever we do. I, we're going to Detroit. We're having like a city ladycation. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because mm-hmm. typically they've been like Kevin in the Woods kind of ladycations. Well, I mean, that was like. Two years worth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just once. Just one, one lady. I've only been was... to one lady Yeah, I've only been to one lady uh, Somehow they take up more space in my brain. Because <laughs> oh, you were going to go in 2020 and then it got canceled. Yes, we Everything... were going we to go in 2020. It got canceled. Um, and then 2021 was like, okay, let's like Cabin in the Woods. Go nowhere. Which was fun. It was honestly so much fun. I spe- Like, if I have... Unfettered uh, access to a hot dog? Unfettered access to a hot dog. My, uh, my insomnia, like... I was in the fucking hot tub at, like, four in the morning. Like, <laughs> people were like, so you were in the hot tub already? And I was like, oh, yeah, for, like, four hours. And they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, anxiety! And they were like, that's great. I have very uh, good news about next <laughs> early next week, because we're going away yes. for our, our 18th wedding anniversary. We are. And we so are in. Uh, yeah, we got, a, we got a little cabin with the hot tub. I haven't been away in so long. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be really nice. I'm excited. I like the concept of the cabin where, like, you don't check in. You just like walk in. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't. There's nobody else in your space. It's great. I'm I'm here for it. And a hot tub. Yes, I love a hot tub. I'm gonna buy some steaks and cook them some bacon and eggs. I did tell you that you weren't completely in charge of every food we eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm not fooding. Yeah, like I'm gonna bring. (laughs) Like we, um, there are. There are grocery stores, you know, yeah, like we don't have to show up with everything. Well, you know, like, but so that evening we might hit a restaurant on our way out there, and yeah. then in the morning wake up, and I'm not I'm bacon and eggs, kind of bagels, yeah, stuff like, like I, that. Like I just need coffee. coffee I need and I, I need coffee though. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll get you that. I need coffee. Um, yeah, and then like normally I don't eat till like ten o'clock. And like, you're, here's a bagel, or here's, you know. Some lox and cream cheese. Oh my god, I love lox and cream cheese. Honestly, it's on my list of things I was thinking so about. So good. Uh, and then for dinner, that we're going to be out there one night for dinner, for Monday night. And then I'll, I, I'm like, I want to cook, like, herb butter steaks with oh. um, cast iron and finish them in the oven and, like, get them all nice. And, sounds delicious. Be fully prepared potato. that the oven, like, won't open because there's, like, a weird... Like, drawer. Like, every cabin in the yeah, woods is, like, weird. the worst setup. And you're like, who the fuck designed this? Right. And so, <laughs> This like, drawer doesn't open while the oven is closed? And you're like, okay, man. Well, and then there's a grill out back. So if all else fails, I'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. But I, I was thinking, like, a couple potatoes, maybe some asparagus, and st- steal some bacon from... Uh, from breakfast and like bacon rack asparagus, potato and a, a and a steak. I think I that's feel, what we're having for I dinner on like Monday night. That sounds delicious. I feel like a couple bring, of bottles bring, of red wine. Bring, oh yeah, but bring a lemon. Like I feel like yeah, it needs yeah. like some little some bit of brightness, a little bit of acid. Yeah. Um salt fat acid heat, man. 
Yep. There was no acid in that description. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking through. And then, um, and then, like, we'll wake up Tuesday morning, have, you know, some bacon and eggs, and 10 o'clock, we've got to be gone. Yep. So, um, we'll come home. I'll pack for Gen Con and then leave on Wednesday. So. I will just work by yep. myself. I think I get to have lunch with you on Wednesday, probably. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But anyway, so... Man, okay, we did watch a movie, though. It's funny because we said nothing really happened, but then we proceeded <laughs> to talk about all the nothing. For like 45 minutes, you guys. It's been a while. Everyone cares about all of the minutiae of our lives. Do they? I don't know. I don't listen to this podcast. So. <laughs> I do. Every so damn week. So I don't know. So anyway... Um, so we watched a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. This is follow-up straight up to... Uh, Look at us being very on top of things. Are we? Yes. I mean, these movies are like several years old, so... But we are watching the movies in a row, like, in the subsequent weeks. I don't know if this has ever happened on our podcast. I don't know. Um, but so we're watching... Last week we watched Spider-Man Homecoming, and now we're watching Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. Um... Tom Holland says the irony of this was that Homecoming was filmed in, like, L.A. when he's from New York, or from London, rather. Mm-hmm. And then Spider-Man Far From Home was built, filmed, like, around the corner from his house. It was at, filmed like, in London? Story. Yeah, a lot of it was. Were they, like, actually on location? Like, did they film in Prague? Uh, they filmed, like, they had some on location shoots, I, I believe, but, like, most of the action pra- stuff. I think and Prague is really easy to film in. It is, but, like, at the same time, like... You're f- you're far from like, when you're doing, London. Like, when you're doing special effects destruction shots, no, no, you're no. Pro- in Prague doesn't want you. No, um, but if you were like walking around a very charming street, yeah, they're they're fine. Come on, Pro- Prague's Prague's your bay. Yeah, um, and it could stand in for half the cities of Europe, so mm-hmm. it's really neat in that way. Yeah, depending on who was conquering. Prague is the time fucking it was magical. It is. Um, so we start this movie with a car, like, racing across the plains in Mexico to this, like, little town that's been destroyed. Also, it's still on fire. It's smoldering. It is smoldering. Um, and so it's very recent, and it's Maria Hill and, um, Nick Fury. I didn't ever know her name. Maria Hill? Yeah. Colby Colby Smothers? Yeah, I didn't ever know her name. It's very important. Yes. Maria. Um, But she gets out, and she's like... She says something about, she says something to Nick. Right. And she's like, this is a tragedy, like, but I don't know why we're here. Are we fighting the weather now? Like, is this? Yeah. What's your deal, man? And Nick's like, well, they said they saw a face in the cyclone. So we're here to investigate and see what's up. And as they're kind of debating amongst themselves, all of a sudden there's like, earth elemental rears up. Truly. I was like, ooh, is this Korg? Yay. No, Uh, But then it was not Korg. And I was very sad. But as that's rearing up, all of a sudden, this dude in a green suit drops in, and it's Jake Gyllenhaal, and he's like, oh, shit, here we go again. Right, and he's like, you guys need to get out of here. I, I got, don't want to be here either. I gotta do this shit. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, like, blasts does he fly? It. Well, he, like, kind no. of, he flies in, and then he, like, blasts at the thing, and we cut to But you Dolly see his Parton. face. Yeah, you do see his face. He's got the fishbowl on when he lands, and he cuts the fishbowl off. Okay. And then flies at the the elemental, and it cuts very suddenly to Dolly Parton, well, Whitney Houston's uh, Whitney version. Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You, 
by Dolly Parton. Over the so, Marvel Cinematic truly, credits. every time there is music in a movie, I'm like, this is the Go-Go's. This is Dolly Parton. This is the Ramones. <laughs> like, Ramones like, come out a lot. The Ramones are in a lot of movies. I hope they're getting paid. I Johnny, hope I hope you're getting paid. You're listening. Um, yeah, so every every time there is a song in a movie, I'm like, this is Led Zeppelin. <laughs> like, yeah. This is ACDC. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying. So um, what it is, though, is it's the bed of um, the music for a montage of, like, people we've lost, which include Tony Stark, Captain America, Vision, Scarlet Widow, or Scar- Black Widow, Black Widow uh, and then Tony again. What, and uh, so it's a real, like, stripped-down acoustic version yeah, they really- of Whitney Houston's I will always love you from the bodyguard. It's right. it's an interesting uh, it's choice. An interesting choice. Uh, but what it is is the news program from Peter's high school mm-hmm. showing like this tribute. It's the last day of school, and one of the one of the reporters actually don't give a fuck. It's great. <laughs> and the other one uh, is trying to kind of like right. It's like, like this is a really you know interesting time to be alive, and he's like it's fucked up, and he's like you can't you can't say that you can't swear. On our, like, school program. He's it's like, like, it's the last day of school. None of this fucking matters. It's <laughs> like, like, fucked up, man. Let's just, this call what and it was. she's like, it was historic. Yes. Um, and so they start talking about how, like, the blip happened and it affected them and their schoolmates and how, like, and this is, I think, the best kind of, like, what the fuck of the whole blip, which I is, like. Do, I do appreciate that they brought this up because this was really, not my beef, but my beef. Yeah, it was your concern. <laughs> with a blip is like, what? How what? How does it even work? Like How did people do this? How did people do this? How did families where like the younger brother like stayed and the older brother disappeared and the older brother blips back his same age, but the younger brother is now older than the older brother. Right. And one of the reporter specifically is like, Yeah, my younger brother is older than me now. It's like And the other and the other uh reporter's like, Yeah, that's math. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, also, like, deal. I'm not thinking about it too hard. But also, yeah, it's weird. right. So half of their class blipped back in. My, one of my favorite parts is like they show like the marching band practicing on the gym floor, and, and half of them blip away. out. And then they're like showing a basketball game that's happening on the gym floor when they all blip back, and all of a sudden everybody's like running into each other and like, what the hell? There'd be so many accidents. Like, yeah. it would be wild. Imagine you're on a plane. Yes. And you blip out. Right. Okay. And then when you blip in, do you blip in at that seat on the plane? Or do you, or do you blip in in the middle of the fucking ocean? Yeah, like, just like where you blipped out, you're suddenly just in the middle of nowhere. Right, right. What if you blip back into the plane, but that seat's being used? Right, then you stand in the aisle. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's a little crowded, you guys. Yeah. Like, Here's some more ginger ales. I think you blip back into a plane. Doesn't doesn't and you're like I was on my way to India and they're like well you're on you're on your way to California now bitch like well and like just the like logistics of how big of a logistical mess that was for like the two days after yes I weeks weeks and weeks after you would yeah. have so many displaced people trying to find people well, like 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 imagine you're a high school kid. Mm-hmm. You flipped out for five years. You come back and you're like, where are my parents? What what happened? And you go, go to your house and someone else is living there. Right. People moved. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Or your parents flipped and someone else moved into their house. Yeah. And so, like, you're converging on your old house, but now there's someone else in there. And, like, what the hell? Like, and they kind of address the fact that, like, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. We all have trauma. We all need some real therapy. But conveniently. We live in America. We don't believe in that? No. I was going to say, Peter. Mm-hmm. His best friend. His best friend, Ned. His crush. Yeah, MJ. His nemesis, um, Flash. Flash. His aunt. <laughs> they all blipped. They all blipped. So when they come back, first off, they don't have to age any of them. Right. Um, which is good, because Tom Holland isn't aging, as far as I'm <laughs> I mean, Tom Holland's only, like, what, 25? Yeah, he's fine. Zendaya as well. Yes. Um, they have time. They have uh, time. Also, Marissa Tomei. Not also, aging. Marissa Tomei. I God, if you're did, listening. I did tell my kids. I was like, and, and Aunt May blipped, and they're like, yep, see, she looks the same. And I was like... Honestly, she's looked the same for like 1,700 years because she's a fucking sea witch. And my kids are like, and also needles in the face. And I was like, yes. That's possibly that. Also needles in the face. So, um, but we pick up and Peter and Ned are talking about their trip to Europe. Mm -hmm. And Peter has this whole elaborate plan how he's like going to find a glass flower. So are they still in high school? Is this junior year? Maybe. So between junior and senior year. Yeah, they get They're to go taking, on a European... like, a European vacation, quote, for science. I mean... Unquote. So, here's the thing about that. If it was for history... Yes. ...belief, it was for humanities. Sure. If it was for language, where it's like, you're also studying fine. Italian, we're going to Italy. You know, yeah. like... But, like, science is the least believable of the causes to go to Europe. No right. offense, and Europe. I believe in the integration of all of... The disciplines, you know, the disciplines and... to form a world a worldview, like sure, sure, but also science is a stretch. Like you are not out here being like this is the original, like this uh, is where Da Vinci was, right? This is this is where like Lagasse formed his gas law. Like nobody is doing that. Nope, that's not the tour. That's not the tour you take. Mm-hmm. So, but um, so. Peter's got this whole plan of, like, impressing MJ and getting with her. And that's like, time out. No, we're just going to be bachelors. Like, Europeans love <laughs> American women. And my favorite part Lo- is... Loves American. And, yeah, European... And half of them are women. And he's like, I mean, you're right on some of that. <laughs> my favorite part is, like, Tom Holland, who is British, looking at Ned like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, do they love Americans? I, this is news to me. This is, and he's like, come on. We're going to be like bachelors in Europe. It's going to be like lit. And so. You and me, man. MJ crashes the conversation. like, what are y'all talking about? He's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, are you super excited about our trip? I'm so excited. And so like super awkward, tilt, tilted Tom conversation because Tom Holland Tom is Holland charming is as fuck when charming. he's awkward. Charming. Very charming as an awkward individual. I love it. And so. They uh, kind of bail, and Ned is just like, I, I totally torpedoed that, just so you know. And he's like, fuck you. Um, and then we cut to a uh, fundraiser with MJ, or not, sorry, Aunt May. Aunt May, who does know who Spider-Man is. Right. And is now just using him for her nonprofit. She is a nonprofit to help um, uh, people who were unhoused by the blip. Yeah, yeah. Is she so it pre she was I don't know if it's her nonprofit or if it's like so a nonprofit she already worked for. So pre blip, 
she worked for this nonprofit. And in a lot of other media, she works for this nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether or not she's in charge of it or not kind of varies. Right. And how she got to be in charge, if she was just kind of like the last person standing and everybody else quit or flipped. Right, or she just became an institution at this, like... Yeah, I'm not organization sure. where she's like, I mean, I've been here for like 25 years, you but know, it, like, yeah, but it's a fundraiser with Spider-Man and he's super awkward and jilted, like, they're stilted. very stiff, very, very stiff. And like, they come off the stage. She's like, that went well, that went well. Yeah. I thought you were a little stiff. She's like, and Tom was like, really? She's you like, thought I was stiff? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. A little. And this is when Happy shows up and was like, hey, how's it going? I brought it like a ridiculously large size check from the Tony Stark Foundation for you. And like. He and May are, like, looking... Uh, there's, like, some vibes. There's, there's some vibes. High levels of vibes. Even even high school Peter Parker is, like... <laughs> it's, like... What, what the fuck is that? Well, and May's, like... Uh, he's, like, you look good. Is that a new dress? And she's, like, yeah, it is a new dress. Thank you for noticing. I like your beard. And, uh... He's like, thank you. It it's, is. It's it, my blip beard. It's my blip beard. I grew it during the blip, and you didn't see that because you were blipped. But, like... Yeah, like... So, what I loved about the first one was how awkward and, like, like stilted and weird the the teenagers are, because teenagers yes. are awkward. And in this one, we get to see that adults are, are also awkward. awkward. Like, the, it doesn't the, get better. The thing is that meeting new people and, like, vibing with them is awkward regardless. Yeah. Regardless of how old you this are. This is the pep talk I need to, before Gen Con and I play with strangers. Yes. Meet, meeting new people and vibing with them is awkward always. But anyway, um, and so um, Happy's like, by the way, Fury's going to call you. You need to answer that phone. And he's like, what? What about? He's like, I don't know. I don't like, superhero, superhero shit. Stuff. Nobody tells me anything. I just fly the plane. Yeah, but you got to answer the phone. Why? Because if you don't answer the phone, I got to answer the phone. I don't want to talk to Fury. He scares me. He's like, well, uh, uh, I got to do this thing. And this phone rings. And Happy's like, yeah, see, told you. It's like, but I got to do this thing. So he goes out. To, like, do a press conference and, like, answer questions. Right, and, to, and like, glad hand uh, donors and take right. pictures and stuff. Right, and so, leave, like, ghosts um, Fury, and and so, when he runs out, like, Happy's phone rings. He's like, yes, sir, I'm sorry. I don't know, he was right here, he's not answering his phone. That's on him, that's not on me, I told him to answer it, like, I don't know. And, yeah, and so, when Peter goes out there, he has to answer questions, and they're all about, like, are you the next Iron Man, are you taking over from Tony... Are you okay? Are you joining the Avengers? And he's like, I, I don't know the answer. Like, like, I don't 16. even think the Avengers are around anymore, you guys. Yeah, like I don't know. Ha- literally half of them are dead. Yeah, or octogenarians. Like, so he eventually just like he's like, well, gotta go, and just like jumps out of the scene and leaves and goes home. Mm-hmm. And so May comes in. She's like, yeah, so that was not great, but also, um, he's like not answering his phone that keeps ringing. And May's like, do you need to answer that? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, not at all. And she tries to like throw a banana at him. And he like just says in the face, like, is your Peter Tingle not working? He's like, don't call it that. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to call it. <laughs> like, but it's truly do Tingle. not call it that. At no point do they call it the spider sense in these movies. I don't believe so. Oh, that's a real swing and a miss. Because like, oof, does Peter Tingle sound not the appropriate. worst. Did I throw up a little bit in my mouth? I did. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, listen, I got a little tingle. Maybe you should pack your suit in this thing. Like, you should go when you're going. Like, just mm-hmm. in case shit goes real, you got something. He's like, right. I and he's like, no. I can't be fighting crime in Europe. Like, have I saved my, t- if I save the high schoolers again, they're going to be like, oh, so what should I see? 
You weren't around. Shit went down and you weren't around and also Spider-Man was here. And you're up, you weren't around, Spider-Man was here when shit went down. Yeah, so connecting some dots. Right, it doesn't take a lot of dots to connect. So he leaves, gets on the plane. He said next to um, the Ned, Ned, he's like, we got to get a plan to get to MJ. And so Ned's like, I got this. And he's like, all right, hey, ladies, uh, Becky, can you switch with... Um, would you be willing to switch with um Peter because he can't breathe so good because lady in front of him got like a ton of like perfume and like the count the chaperone teachers are like oh oh we got this we got this yeah perfume allergies that's a big deal it's a big deal thanks for bringing that to us attention hey Peter you come back you sit between us and then like uh Becky you sit there and um uh Brad Brad who was five years younger than them but like aged up and didn't get blipped mm-hmm. it is. Now their age and also like strong and buff and like super nice and popular, mm-hmm. very very hot. And he's like, Brad, you sit next to MJ, and then everybody's cool, right? Everybody's cool, cool, all right. And so Peter spends the entire transcontinental flight with their teacher sitting between two teachers, right? And the teacher's like, "Did I ever tell you how my wife uh, pretended to get blipped, but then like ran off with someone from our hiking club, and then like I." Had a whole fake funeral for her. I mean, it wasn't a fake funeral because I thought she was actually dead. Like, You want to see pictures? Turns out. You want to see pictures? Like, oh, you have a dual adapter. We can watch it together. And I was like, oh, my God. The would that worst. be the worst? It would be. So um, as Peter looks up, you see Ned and uh, and Betty starting mm-hmm. to kind of get a little closer. Right. They're talking. They're listening on their, like, dual adapters. Watching At one point, there's together. turbulence and, like, Ned grabs the armrest but it's actually betty's hand and they kind of shrink away but then they kind of come back and you're like okay so they land in venice Mm -hmm. and that a betty or a couple right right and they're like we're like boyfriend and girlfriend now and they're like what happened they're like i mean we got to talking we have a lot in common and you know like yeah we're gonna same high school we're gonna see where this goes (laughs) and so they get the customs and they open up Peter's suitcase, and there's a Spider-Man suit, like, right on top of the letter from ne- from May that's like, I thought you might need this, and also a banana, and they're way more concerned about the banana. Right, they're like, there's no. And my kids are like, why can't you bring bananas? And I was like, oh, they bring, like, diseases and pests. And they're like, like the ash borer? And I was like, like exactly the like ash borer. So... We get to Venice. Um, there's a boat ride. They're doing all the... Venice things. Venice things. And they get to their hotel, which is like basically the hotel from the Muppets like movie. Right. It's right on the water. Right on the it's water. It's also sinking into the canal. <laughs> it's terrible. It's it's awful. Uh is it the Muppets Take Manhattan or is it the Muppet Caper movie that they have the terrible mo- hotel that they I don't, ca- remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it reminds me a lot of that where it's just Right, and they're like, Oh, this is like uh, it seems like it's falling apart. And, like, I think you mean charming. <laughs> like, it's so charming. <laughs> right. And so, um, like, they kind of get set up and then they go sightseeing. And this is when the first, the next elemental attached was a water elemental. So the first elemental was definitely, like, a rock earth elemental. Yeah. Or, yeah. And this one's, like, a water element. Right. Well, so it seems like maybe there was, so the elemental we see in a fight in the first may have been the second elemental. This is maybe the third because they said there was a hur- like a hurricane or uh, a monsoon or something right, with a face. a face. So that was probably like an air elemental, and then there was okay. a rock elemental, and now we're looking at the water elemental. Water elemental. Because there's four elements, right? We'll get there. 
I think this is our five. Um, only if you're in the fifth element <laughs> and you believe in Mila Jovovich. I mean, I do. I believe, believe in, in Mila Jovovich. Like she is the best. She's fantastic. Uh, everything she does is art. Honestly, I've never not enjoyed anything she's been in. I have a couple of Resident Evil movies to show you then. I mean, I didn't watch Resident Evil because I was like, this isn't for me. Uh, also, like, you were on a lot of Percocet when you watched that. No, I played the video games. So, I can't do zombies anymore. Right. Now Adam is done with zombies. But anyway, so uh, as this water elemental shows up, then also our green-suited superhero friend shows right, up. Right, right. Um, I like to call him Fishbowl Iron Man. Yeah. No, Fishbowl... Doctor Strange. Fishbowl Doctor Strange. So I was like, what is this Fishbowl Doctor Strange? Did he go to the same swoop swoop school (laughs) that the other Doctor Stranges all went to? Right. These are things I say during movies. And I was like, did he go to the swooshy school? And they were like, "Uh, I don't think so. You mean Camartage? And I was like, it seems like he went to the swooshy school. He's got the same, He's got a cape. He's got, like, the triangle hands. Like, there's a lot of Doctor Stranges shit. That's a real swoosh swoosh school vibe. Yeah. So, the two of them fight off this water elemental, and honestly, Peter kind of doesn't do... Peter is fucking bait in this, where he's like, I'm sticky, and I can be really fast, and... and, He's uh, like, great, lead him away from the canals. Right, Fishbowl Doctor Strange is like, lead him away from the canals. So then Fishbowl Doctor Strange is fighting the canal, bro. Uh, Mm. Like, they're all real bro-y. All yeah. of the elementals, they all are like, oh, and they like raise their arms in like a triumphant pose all the time. Yeah. Like that's super necessary in fighting. I yeah. don't know, man. But eventually they do defeat this thing, mostly Mysterio, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Peter's biggest contribution is there's the clock tower in Venice that he manages not to crash into the like other historic sites. I site, mean. But it's still like pretty well trashed. Yeah. So. That's, a, that's a real shallow victory. It is. Uh, but then Mysterio just, like, flies off. Fishbowl. Well, is that the point where he's like, you're Mysterio? No, no. He says, oh. who are you? And he's like, I gotta go. And he just flies off. Mm-hmm. And then they're back at the hotel, and everybody's, like, kind of debriefing. And Peter's talking to me, like, yeah, we're fine. It was fine. I mean, it was a thing, but it was fine. I mean, they almost died, but I was fine. <laughs> you know, just kind of trying to assuade, you know, your your parental figure about how things are going. Right. And Happy is with Aunt May. Yeah, and they're like, so Happy's here. He just was, like, volunteering at my uh, thing. And he, uh, like, and he brought me lunch. And I was like, you can't eat that. That was mine. You know, like, and I was yeah. like, uh. And then he's like, yeah, Happy, say hello. He's like, hey, hey, Peter. I just, hi, I'm helping your mom. We're doing a leaflet drop. Or your aunt. I'm doing a leaflet drop later. Um, you're, I'm taking really good care of your Aunt May. Oh, God. Like, he does this, like, grimace I'm face. I'm being like, great. I shouldn't have said that. And Peter's like, we are talking, we are about, talking this about this later. later. Um, but then the news is on, and it's like Man of Mystery, but Mysterio mm-hmm. is Mystery. And so they're like, Mysterio, is that his name? And all the kids, they're like, no, that's just Man of Mystery. We're going with it. Like, we're going to call him Mysterio. We're going to call him Mysterio. Man of Mystery. So they go up into the um, hotel room, and Ned's like, what the fuck are we going to do with this whole, like, water elemental shit? Like, this is crazy. Like, I know you're not supposed to. And all of a sudden you hear, like, a And Ned just, like, falls over. And he looks over, and there's Nick Fury with a dark gun, like... Just, like, tased him. Shouldn't have fucking ignored me. Right. And it was like, I am the 
badass motherfucker. I blip out for five years, and now I'm back. Nobody knows. What, I, know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what on. the fuck is going on. Nobody knows who I am, and a fucking teenager is, is that, ghosting me. Like, like, do you understand why I'm fucking pissed right now? <laughs> I'm so mad. And like, it's Samuel Jackson, so you're like, I'm sorry. Well, I'm just gonna I, apologize profusely. Honestly, that's a you problem. Yeah, like that your emotions to this are very outsized, sir. He's like, so here's the deal. We've had sightings in Morocco, we've, or Mexico. We had a sighting in Morocco, and then the teacher breaks in, and you see Nick Fury, like, cocking the gun, like, I'm gonna end this guy. Mm-hmm. And so... The but he's, like, like kind of behind the door. He's like, are you guys okay? He's, like, standing out in the hallway. Are you guys okay? Do you need to talk about anything? Do you need counseling? About, about the I, I can't help with that, because there was a lot of trauma. And, like, Ned is asleep on the bed because, of course, he's been darted. He's like, oh, okay, well, you guys seem fine. He's like, yeah, we're we're fine. And he just closes the door. And so Nick's like, all right, fine. So anyway, there was a thing in Morocco. And all of a sudden there's a knock at the door and it's Betty. She's like, honey, are you okay? And Peter's like, uh, he's, he's asleep right now. Just come back later. And Nick's like, okay. So Morocco, and there's another knock. He's like, I swear to God. <laughs> If someone touches that door again, we're attending another funeral. And he was like, I'll, how about we just, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. So they head out again and um, they're driving and he hands Peter a pair of sunglasses from Tony. And he's like, does Tony give me sunglasses? What an ass. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, this says like, uneasy is the head that wears the crown. You'll be fine, Tony. You know? And... They get down in the sewers, and he's like, all right, so ever been down here who's already seen your, your face before? That's Dimitri. I'm like, I've never seen that guy. Right, right. It's Maria Hill. Okay, maybe. Right, um, he's like, you don't need to wear your mask. Everyone has seen your face. And then he walk into a room where literally only Nick Fury has seen your face. And you're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but he enters him to Quentin Beck. Mm-hmm. Who also had not seen his face. Yeah, and Quentin turns around, and it's... It's Mysterio. Mysterio. He's like, hey, how's it going? He's, and, he, and Quentin says, or, and Fury says something about him and his world. And, like, Spider-Man's like. What do you ah. mean? So you're like an alien? He's like, no, no, I come from a, an alternate Earth. Uh, this is what we call 616, Earth 616. We're from, I'm from 833. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, multiverses? You mean, like. And he starts nerding out. And right, he's like about like quant- the quantum realm and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. He's like, the star- sorry, this is just real cool. And and to his credit, you know, Gwen's like, it's cool, man. Like, I understand. Like, you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. But like, yeah, we'll, right. we'll circle back around. But let's get to the plot. Also, don't ever apologize for being the smartest person in the room. And like, it shows over and like Maria Hill and Samuel L. Jackson are just like rolling their eyes <laughs> and or eye like, so, at this. So like so much eye roll. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, so here's what's up. So in the, like, stable orbits of black holes, which I'm like, is that a thing? Um, there are these elementals that form. Okay. Air, water, earth, fire. Right. They're in all of our mythos. Yeah. Show up all over the place. And most recently, they attacked my planet, my Earth, and destroyed it. So I was one of the last guardians of that uh, as my... You know, last assignment, I bailed out and I came to you here because we detected that they were going to attack your Earth. And I figured if we could give you guys a heads up, maybe we could prevent it, even mm-hmm. though I was unable to save it from my Earth. Okay. 
Cool. All of that makes sense. And Peter's like, that's great and all, but like, I'm on a class trip and I'm also just like one 16 year old kid. So like, right. I'm so I'd full rather... of, I'm so full of hormones. You do not want me saving your earth. My whole class will figure out who I am. <laughs> and also my aunt may will kill me. So like, right. And also I'm really trying to get with this girl. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to have to try decline. Right. I have like, plans. And Nick Fury's like, all right, fine. Dimitri, take him home. And Dimitri is one of the guys down there. He's like, okay, cool. Takes them up there. So next morning they're waking up and their trip to Prague had been canceled because, you know, storming elementals. But mm-hmm. somehow it's back on now. No, I don't think they were ever going to go to Prague. Yeah. Like, I think it was like, and our next place is Prague. Like, you can go there. And he was like, I'm not going there. Like, I'm in Venice and then we're going to, like, go home. Yeah. And, and the... uh Teacher is like, hey, we're going to Prague now. Like, like the, our tour company upgraded us. Our tour company upgraded us. And as an apology for this, like, you know, shitty uh, hotel wa- we're in. water hotel, like, we're going to we're gonna get to go to Prague. Let's do this. So he goes out there to get in there. And uh, the driver is Dimitri. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. I know what this is. Well, as, so- as soon as they're like, we're going to go to Prague now. He was like, I think Nick Fury just, like, co-opted our summer vacation. So... They're on the van, head to Prague, and this is where uh, Peter puts on the sunglasses, and it's like, say Edith. And he says Edith, and it's um, Tony Stark's AI in a pair of sunglasses, like the lady that shot up, he named. Yes. But, like, if she was a psychopathic murderer and mm-hmm. also, like, could... Right, had very advanced weapon systems and, like, zero moral compass. Also, Edith stands for even dead, I'm the hero, because Tony Stark... Truly, so much ego. Yeah. But uh, they get to a rest stop and they break out and um, Peter's told to go into, like, this bathroom area. And there is one very gruff... Eastern European blonde lady who's like right in like a full uh, leather like suit. Yeah, she's that like a like, like a like a widow. motorcycle like yeah. a motorcycle suit. She's like, take off your clothes. What? I have new costume for you. Take off your clothes. Right, right. Nick Fury said that you couldn't uh, be recognized as Spider Man, so I made you this other suit. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. So he starts to like take his pants off, and that's when Brad breaks in and is like, oh God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean this. And then, like, totally takes a photo and leaves. And Peter's like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm... Well, it's like, it's not what it looks like. And it's like, Brad, what, what, what? And she's like, look, if you're trying to get with MJ, she deserves to know that you're, like, getting with random, European like, chicks. European chicks, you know? So they get back on the bus and Peter's, like, embarrassed and mad. He's like, hey, see if you can figure out what's on Brad's phone. He's, and Edith's like, is Brad the target? He's like, yeah, Brad's the target. He's like, all right, dispensing kill vehicles. He's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Okay, so, like, Tony Stark's tech has no fucking chill. No, never. he is like, we are murdering people or nothing. Yeah. But, um, so, the drone's coming in. Peter ends up having to, like, distract people and, like, take out the drone without anybody noticing with his, like, web shooters he's hiding under his sleeves. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And he's like, eh, you know, nothing. It's all fine. Let's go, everybody. Let's just... Ignore everything that happened. He also knocks out Flash. Knocks out Flash because right, Flash, Flash puts glasses. his sunglasses on. He's like, "These look great on me." He's like, "Give me your sunglasses." And he actually sort of on purpose punches Flash in the face and knocks mm-hmm. him out, which is not something anybody is mad about, right? Because he's kind of a jerk. So they get to Prague. Prague Hotel is super nice. They've been upgraded because, uh, yeah, 
Because mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Fury has all all of the strings. And Peter pulls that aside. He's like, yeah, so we're not here for the show. We're here because there's an elemental here and they wanted me to help fight it. And Ned's like, oh, fuck. Like, what do we do? He's like, uh, just... Be chill? Straight to, like, not be there. And so Peter leaves and goes to a strategic meeting with Fury. And he's like, fuck you. Why am I here? He's like, because I wanted you here. And I brought you here. And you're here. Because... I'm in charge. Right, because I'm still the bad bitch in charge. And Mysterio's like, yeah, I get it, man. I Sorry I had to bring you in here. Like, I'm the... I appreciate your help. We'll figure something out. Let's see what you can do. But, like, understand this wasn't part of my idea. Right, I was going to let you go. But Nick Fury here. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Good cop, bad cop. And so the problem with this one is the prog monster is going to be um, lava. Right, fire. it's going to be a fire monster. And if it grows too big, it will absorb parts of... It'll start absorbing the area around it and eventually absorbs the whole planet. Right, it'll suck down to the Earth's core and yeah. suck up all that lava goodness as part of its energy. Right, and then it'll destroy the world. Yes. So, and Peter's like, but, like, you brought my friends to Ground Zero. That's not okay. Peter's like, and Fury's like, bullshit, like... We all have skidded this game. Maybe that's what you need. Like, maybe you need to stop being a also, little whiny bitch about this. Also, you got some, like, magical sunglasses and immediately tried to murder your friends. So, like, don't talk to me about this. And Peter's like, uh... But that was an accident because Tony Stark has no, like, chill. Yeah, I, I don't know. And so, I like, just wanted to delete some shit from his phone. So I didn't want to kill him. Peter's like, just kind of like, I gotta go. And so he leaves and goes up to the roof to think, because that's what Spider-Man does. Mm-hmm. He lo- he loves a roof. Yeah, and uh, Mysterio shows up, and he's and Peter's like, "Man, I just wanted summer off. I don't want to save the world this summer." And right, and Mysterio's like, "Hey, I just came by because Nick feels real bad about what he said." And he's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Do they not have sarcasm on this earth?" And they're like, "No, they nah, do." I have a seat, man. And he's like, "Nick doesn't feel bad about anything, but I do." Yeah, so like they have a real heart to tart and like. You know, Mysterio's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't want to lose people either. Like, I lost everything. Everyone I ever loved is dead. So, like, I get where you're coming from. I see the risk. And I I wouldn't wish that on you. And, like, I wish you could just be a kid here, too. Like, I'm sorry that you're stuck with this burden. Like, but... It's a lot. We don't get to choose our burdens. And we just get them thrust upon us sometimes. We just got to deal with our shit and move on. Um, And then... Peter's like, yeah, I get it. He's like, by the way, it's really nice to have someone to talk to with about all this Peter, like, superhero shit. Because, like, mm-hmm. all the Avengers are gone. I've just been trying to figure it out on my own for the last, like, year. Right. And I can't afford therapy because America. Right. So, you know, yeah. Thanks, Bo. And Mr. was like, yeah. I'm like, so, the thing is, I know. You know. That Mysterio is a villain. Yes. And I'm like, the first time I watched this, I was like, Maybe Mysterio he's not. Mysterio's being really chill. Like, maybe this is his origin story of how he becomes a villain. Yeah, maybe he's going to turn. Maybe he afterwards. starts good and there's a turn. So, maybe. But, like, I'm kind of digging Mysterio. I'm, I'm I'm here. I'm on his side. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good man. Yeah, he seems cool. So. um, Peter, though, is also worried about his friends. He's like, how do I keep him out of the carnival? Because there's a big carnival going on outside. He's like, how do I keep them inside, out of the line of fire, and uh, next thing we see is, like, the teacher being like, good news, everyone. We have opera tickets tonight. And they're like, 
Uh, there's a giant ass carnival, like the biggest carnival in Europe, happening. Right. Like, it, seem, it seems so cool. We should why, go there. Why would we miss the world's biggest street party to go to a uh, opera? And they're like, "Can you believe this? I can't believe we got free tickets. Like tickets cost so much." And like, no, because none of us know that because none of us actually have ever tried to go to an opera. And Peter looks at Ned. He's like, "You need to sell this." And Ned's like, "No, this will be great. <laughs> I'm super excited about the opera." And Becky, Betty is like, "Really?" really? He's like, no, no, I've always wanted to go. I think it'd be really en en enriching culturally for all of us. Right, and enlightening and well, all the things. So um, they go to the opera. And, of course, you know, Ned and Betty are being cute. And then and Brad asks MJ if he can save her a seat. She's like, nah. Right, right. And MJ's like, hey, do you want to share a pair of, like, opera goggles? And he's like, would that mean we have to sit together? And she's like. I mean, yeah, probably. That would work the best. That'd probably work the best if that's something you're into. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'm I'm not not into it. And they're like, so, Dan, like, there's no direct communication. No, they're <laughs> it, is, it is like, I would not not be into that. Like, Well, and also Peter's got this subtle knowledge that he's like, I have to ditch this and go away. So I, I have, can't commit. Right. I have to ditch you and go away. But also I need you to stay in the opera so you're safe. Right. And so he says, I'll I'll get the glasses. You stay here. I'll be right back. And he pulls Ned aside. He's like, tell MJ, like, I'm sick. My tummy's gross. I don't know. Whatever. But, like, keep her here. I gotta go. And Ned's like, will do. Gets back to the seat. Immediately gets distracted by Betty. And MJ notices that he's not there. And he's like, peace. I'm out. I'm gonna go find him. Mm -hmm. And then Ned's like, oh, shit. I gotta go find MJ. And then Betty's like, oh, shit. I gotta go find Ned. And like, so they all end up outside. All of them at, end out upside. So we're at the carnival. Mm -hmm. Peter's hanging out on the side of a building wearing his new all-black suit, which will sell some merch. It's fine. It's fine. And Ned and Betty are there, and MJ's walking around. And Ned and Betty get on the Ferris wheel because they're not really looking for anybody. They're just they're on their own journey at this point. Yes. And MJ sees the fountain, and it's starting to, like, steam and boil, and this is when the fire elemental erupts, like, ten feet in front of her. Because, of course, it fucking does. <sighs> so convenient. Yes. How our heroes, well, beloved people, are right in the line of danger. Yes, that's true. And because they knew exactly where these elementals would, would pop up, because of the other other dimension multiverse stuff right uh they could they could be there yes. so there's a fight scene mm -hmm. um and it's mysterio and spider-man versus versus lava dude and of course betty is an instant like isn't that spider-man and i was like no that's like the european knockoff of spider-man they call him the um night monkey night monkey help us and, like they're yelling for night monkey and Ned's just like, uh, uh, sure, man. Totally not. But also, I need you to save my ass. Like... Also, please, yes. So, um, they have a whole fight scene, and the elemental, like, as it's fighting, is consuming things and growing larger. Oh, and part of the elemental is like, if you let him uh, consume metal, yeah, he'll grow. Just metal, not earth. Right, but there's not like wood. There's plenty of cars around. Not metal. And of course, there's a Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel is made of metal. Yeah. Right. So that's going to happen. Not a certain kind of metal. Like. It's really weird. 
Just metal. So the first mule starts to get knocked over. And so Spider-Man has to like web that to surrounding buildings and like use his strength to keep him from hauling over. While Mysterio's not winning against the elemental, he's like, fine, I got to do this. And so he like overcharges his suit mm-hmm. and charges in in like a suicide run. And that does kill the elemental, but Mysterio is on the ground. He's well. Doesn't out. Mysterio fly into the elemental? Yeah, he like, what like are you doing? And he's like, like, "What I should have done, you know, like yeah, years to save ago. my planet." Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, so like, at what cost did he save the world? At what? Co- uh, he's actually just laying on the ground unconscious. Right. He's fine. He's survived. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe you're alive. And Becky is super excited. She's like, Ned, I would just kiss you right now, but I think it flew up in my mouth a little bit. And Ned's like, I think I have a mint. Good for him. Right, right. Uh, that's a real That's a real dude who is prepared. Good yeah. job. Good job, Ned. And so um, right after this, Fury shows up. He's like, hey, Beck, we need you at Europol. Like, we want you to help us out. Uh, Peter, you need to decide where you're at. Like, your right. head's not you, in the game. Are you in or are you out? Like, you got to get your head in the game or get your, get, get your body out. Like, what are the two? And we can't have you kind of... Yeah, we can't have you half-assing uh, vigilante crime-fighting all over Europe. It's, so, a, it's a bad look. And so he bolts off and Quinn's like, hey, Peter, let's go get a drink. And Peter's like, I'm not... Tw- oh, oh yeah. Okay. So they go to a bar mm-hmm. and they have the whole heart-to-heart. What do you want out of life? You know, what are you trying to do? Like... Quinn's asking Peter and trying to probe him and like encourage him, but also be like, you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do this at all, really. Right, right. Just because like not every fight has to be your fight just because you're here. And Peter's like, I just want to tell MJ how I feel at the top of the Alpha Tower with a a glass rose that I brought in Venice, which we forgot to mention. Right, a necklace. Necklace. And and Quentin kind of laughs. He's like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, you're a kid. Like, you want kid things. You shouldn't have this bullshit thrust upon you. Right. This is a lot. This is a lot to ask from a 16-year-old. And then, like, this waitress walks by and picks up this pair of sunglasses and hands them to him. And he's like, oh, what are those? And he's like, ah, it's just this thing Tony Stark left me. He's like, oh, is that Edith? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you heard about that. He's like, yeah, I did. And he puts them on and... Quinn's like, those look ridiculous on you. He's like, here, you try them on. And Quentin puts them on and they look not bad because, you know. I mean, I would say they don't look bad on either of them. No. But, you know. And so Peter, looking at Mysterio with the glasses on, is like, I get it. I I was trusted with these glasses not so I could use them, but so I could pass them on to the next person. He didn't want to give them to Nick Nick Fury because he would just keep them. And Quinn's like, yeah, it checks out. And he's like, but he didn't want to give him to Mimi because I'm like, I'm a 16 year old kid. Like, obviously, I've already fucked this up seven ways to Sunday. So like, right? He knew he knew all my mistakes. He I, knew that I wasn't, uh, a, you know, I wasn't gonna be the next Iron Man. He's like, so I'm gonna give him to you, and maybe you're the next Iron Man. And Quinn's like, I'm not the next. And like, you can't do this. And he's like, so you know, you know, um, Peter takes the glasses back, puts them on. He's like, hey. Edith, I want to transfer control to uh, Quentin Beck. And he's like, she's like, all right, like, put me on Quentin Beck's face. And so he does, like, bioscan completed. Quentin Beck is now in control. Right, like, making making sure, like, doing the confirmation, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the Avengers music swells. And Peter Parker's like, welcome to the Avengers. And Quentin's just like, wow, like, thank you so much for this. And... 
We didn't have the Avengers on my plan, but okay. <laughs> yeah, and so Peter, like, gets up and leaves. He's going off to, like, find MJ. And as soon as he walks through the door, like, the par starts to, like, dissolve in, like, blue haze and, like, mm-hmm. digital lines. And when it all gets, like, stripped down to, like, this really crappy bare room, Quentin's like, and that was easy. That my was so gosh. easy. Someone get this stupid costume off me. And it turns out, yeah. It was, it was all a scam. scam. It was all an illusion. Holograms and smoke and mirrors, which is so Mysterio. So the story is that uh, these people, Mysterio. Yeah. Um, and the people who work for him all used to work for Tony Stark. Who yeah. created like a... All this amazing technology. Right, but also a V-toxic work environment. Yeah, I, he's he's the Elon Musk of their universe. Yeah. Where he, like, all these great people come up with these great ideas, and then he's like, yeah, I'm going to put my name on that patent and, like, uh, take all the credit and, like, parade it around. And everyone is super salty about this for very obvious reasons. Right, right, right. And so their plan is that they're going to like basically run Tony Stark into the ground by making Mysterio the greatest hero in the history of the world. Right. He's going to completely replace Iron Man as like a, whatever, a force. Exactly. You know, I, Iron Man will just fall into, uh, you know, the annals of history. Right. So Peter gets back to the hotel. And um, the one teacher's like, yep, it's over. One elemental is bad. Two elementals, like, unacceptable. We're going home. There's, like, witches and shit. (laughs) We came for science. We're leaving for witches. (laughs) So um, MJ comes in and is like, Peter, where the fuck were you? And Peter's like, well, I guess we're not going to I, Paris together. And she's like, what the, what are you talking about? He's like, I, I don't know. I had a whole plan where I was going to, like, talk to you in Paris. But I guess this is her last night in Europe. Do you want to, like, go hang out and do something fun? And she's like, sure. Yeah, let's do it. So they go on a walk um, on this bridge. And in the middle of the bridge, Peter's like, Man, I, I need to tell you something. Something important. I've never told anyone this before in my life. And you can tell he's gearing up to, like, confess his undying love for her. Right. But she's like, you're Spider-Man. And he's like, what? No. I mean, what? No. She's like, yeah, this isn't, no. Right. I've been watching you. Like, you disappeared all the time. What about DC? What about, like, yeah. this and that and this and that? Like, One of our friends thinks you're a male escort. He's like, I'm definitely not a male escort, but I'm also not Spider-Man, just for the record. Right. And she's like, I think you're Spider-Man. He's like, I, uh, fuck. Um, uh, no, no. She's like, well, like, at Prague, like, the 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 you you were there at Prague as Spider-Man. He's like, no, that was totally the night monkey. That was the night monkey guy. And she's like, does the night monkey shoot the same kind of webs? And he's like, maybe, I don't know, like, convergent evolution. I don't, uh, well, I don't, I, I don't know how any of this works. And when she throws, like, this piece of equipment that he had snapped off in Prague down. Mm-hmm. Covered in webs. It comes to life. And it's part of the cinematic of... Mm-hmm. And it's a projector. It's, it's like a, a hologram it's like projector. It's a super... Yeah, a, a super advanced projector. And Peter immediately just says, what the hell was that? She's like, I, I don't know how to do that. And then they start putting it together. And they're like, wait. The elementals are all fake they're all fake wait and then like mysterio flies in in this projection and he's like oh shit mysterio's fake too and i gave him edith oh shit by the way yes i am spider-man and and i really fucked up i really fucked up and mj's like awesome i knew it i like 67 percent sure but like 
feels right, good to be right. You're not kidding right now. And he's like, no, no, got to go. Like, we got to figure this shit well, out. And then part of the conversation was like, were you only watching me because you thought I was Spider-Man? And she's like, yeah, why else would I be watching you? Ouch. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I totally misread this whole situation. Anyway, so we cut to a practice run of the next elemental attack with um, Mysterio and his, like, nerdlings. Mm -hmm. Running through a dry run and, like, upping the damage and making sure this thing is terrifying and big. Right, yeah. Like, adventures level. Yeah, adventures level threat. For him to take care of. And as they're figuring it out, they realize one of the drones is like not doing it right mm-hmm. because its projector is missing, and the, one of its one of its like five projectors is missing. And this is where Mysterio flips his shit. Yes, and is like that is evidence. We must get it. I will kill everyone in this room if it doesn't show back up because that's what connects us to this whole bullshit. And if that unravels, then we're all going down. We're all going down. And so they've got to, you know, figure it out, but also got to go to London for, you know. Phase four. Yeah, the final phase of this. So we're back at the boat hotel. Peter's freaking out. He's like, I got to go to Berlin because that's where um, Fury and um, Mysterio were going. Maybe I can get to Fury and talk it. I gotta, I'm going to get changed. I'm going to go. And Ned comes in and... MJ is there with him and like first off he's already like shirtless and Ned walks into a hotel oh, room with a yeah. shirtless Tom Holland so, and Zendaya and is less like hey guys how's it going right so Zendaya and Tom are talking and uh you know uh she's like so what do you have to do and he's like ah I, like I got I gotta do this I gotta do that and he just starts changing like he does not realize that she is there and she's like oh um I'll I'll turn around. <laughs> yeah. And so when Zed walk, Ned walks in and they're, you know, he's half naked by the bed and she's not looking. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But also, like, what's going on? And MJ's like, I know. And she's like, he's, oh, okay, you know. Cool, cool. Um, I knew first. And I knew no first. Longer. I'm his yeah. best friend. So, I'm like, longer. fuck you. Um, it's, but it's not a contest. But yeah, also, yeah, I'm I'm winning. And so Peter's like, "Listen, you two sort this off. I gotta go. I'm going off to Berlin because if I don't save this, everyone I know is in danger." And they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, that's a problem. Yeah." So he goes to Berlin, and as soon as he gets off, like he jumps on the top of like a high speed train, and as soon as he gets to Berlin, Fury pulls up in a car and is like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Oh god." Thank God you're here. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, don't talk until we're secure. And like, ventures for him to like buckle seatbelt, which he breaks. It's yes. super strength and seatbelt's not a good combo. Um, and he doesn't have super strength all the time. Just when he's like super keyed up. Cause he's not walking around snapping, you know, uh, seatbelts all the time. Right. But he's nervous and he's anxious and, you know, this is he's, just... He's in, the, he's in the full fight or flight uh, vibe. And so, like, he, like, word vomits everything he knows. And Fury's like, okay, who else knows about this? And he's like, well, Ned and Mary... Wait, hold on. And as it starts to dissolve, he's like, oh, shit. No, that was well, like they, they go were to a in building. a battle. They were in a battle and Nick uh, shot Mysterio. Nick was never there. But Nick was never there. Right, so they go to like this building, and then yeah, it all kind of goes crazy because this is all just illusions on top mm-hmm. of illusions. 
And Mysterio like pulls out all the stops and it's very confusing, very hard to describe. There's like shattered mirrors and like long hallways and like dangling lights and like he punches things and they're not really there, but they're like column, like concrete columns. He tries to like hit a Mysterio with his webs, but he ends up pulling down like a crane. Mm-hmm. Like it's all kinds of crazy, weird shit. Right. So um, what we think is Nick Fury shoots Mysterio right before Mysterio is going to kill uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thank God you're here. You know. He's like, okay, so who knows? And he's like, just MJ and and Ned and, and I guess my aunt knows a bit of it and he's like okay you're so fucking gullible Peter and like he's like what and then it dissolves again and it's still an illusion right right and the the Mysterio that's on the floor is nothing yeah but the guy that was Nick Fury is actually Mysterio womp, 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 what womp, womp. Uh, and um he just kind of pushes Peter back, who gets hit by a fucking train. Okay. So there is a point where he's like, you're Mysterio. And he's like, what? And he's like, I mean, that's what my friends are calling you. Yeah. And like, it's like, it kind of took off. Uh, and I was like, that is real not controlling your narrative. Or your branding. Or your branding. Which, like, you had one job. Like, yeah. you secure that domain, and you, you know, like... Mysterio.com you, should be registered you, 60 years ago. Right, you get that hashtag. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, you do. You knew that the whole point of this was to control your narrative, and you just, like, let 16-year-old randos name you? What? Yeah. So Peter gets hit by this train and, like, jets off out of frame, and Quentin manages to get... He makes a couple phone calls... And gets the team to Edith to get mm-hmm. the team rerouted through London. Yes. Because that's where the next big scene's gonna be. Right, where, and now we know where the next planned attack is going to be. Right, the, the clock is ticking in San Dimas. Mm-hmm. So Peter wakes up after, like, passing out on the train that he somehow ended up inside of instead of on the front of. I don't know. Right, he climbed off the side and, like, went inside. I guess. He wakes up, he's in a jail cell in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. With, like, the world's most polite, like, three soccer hooligans. Right. They're adorable. They put a shirt on him because he looked cold. And he's like, where's the guard? He's like, I think he's talking to his wife. She's expecting. And, like, one of the other ones, he's like, oh, really? That's great. You know, like, <laughs> I like that you turn them all into Minnesotans. <laughs> because they're super nice. <laughs> yeah, they're super nice, like, real round fowls. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And so Peter's like, all right, well, I got to get out of here. So he, like, walks up to the, the um, to the jail, jail cell, cell door. And just breaks it. Just breaks the lock and comes out and they're like. The other guys just walk up to the door and, like, close it and latch it back and, like, sit back down. And so he ends up at the market and he's, he's like, finds somebody. He's like, can I, can I borrow your phone? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, do, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Here you go. He's, he's like, like, everyone oh, is so, so nice, nice here. here. <laughs> and he, he dials happy and he's like, who is this? He's like, it's Peter. I, I need help. Yeah, I, I, screwed need a ride. Up. I screwed up. I need a ride. And he's like, where are you? And he's like, where am I? And the guy says the name of the town. He's like, I'm going to have you say it into this phone. And he says it, and he's like, did, did you get that? He's like, yeah, I'll be right there. And so Happy shows up in, like, a hover jet, private plane kind of thing, and picks him up. But, like, Happy gets off the plane and walks towards him, and Peter's like, wait, wait, wait. You tell me something only you would know. He's like, all right, so the first night we were in Berlin, you um, you rented a movie 
from the thing and like I don't know what it was because I can't read the title but I could tell by the cost that it was one of the adult movies and he's like yeah that's enough that's good we're good that's good that's good that's he's good like, I'm okay. so glad you're here so glad you're here and like gives him this big hug and he's like what okay cool so let's get back up and so they get back on the plane and happy stick to know he's like what the fuck happened he's like right. he's like literally sewing him up which is probably not the first time he's done that no, for not at all. someone and Peter just word vomits again. He's like, I screwed up. Like the one thing Peter ga- or Tony gave me, I had in my hand and I gave it to this guy and that guy's a con man. He's, and Peter and Happy's like, don't get so mad at yourself. Like you're a kid. And like, honestly, Tony was an asshole. So, <laughs> I mean, like, truth. don't be mad that you couldn't live up to Tony. Like, and Tony was my best friend. Tony was my <laughs> best friend. But like Tony but couldn't also, live up to Tony. Like, like just don't let that he, man dominate your life. He was a mess. You're going to be in a lot more healthy mental state if you just kind of like don't try to please what you think Tony is because that person does not and has not ever existed. Trust me, I fucking know. Right. Like. Right. That guy was a mess. You don't want to base your life off of him. And I feel like that was a big moment for Happy. Like, uh, it might not have been the big moment, but like it represents a lot of big moments right. that Happy probably had right. worked I, through I in five years. I loved him, and he's he was my best friend. But also, that man was a mess. Like, yeah, you should not. Don't no. Don't try to like live up to his standards. He couldn't live up to his standards. Like the best thing he probably did was die at the top of his game and leave a great legacy that right. no one will ever live up to. Right. And also he was always second guessing his choices, but one thing he never second guessed is you. So there we go. So what do we want to do? Right. And he's like, I just miss him so bad. And I was like, he doesn't miss his uncle Ben. <laughs> like so and I, bad. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this continuality, there is no uncle Ben. Very interesting. There is no, with great uh, power comes great responsibility. How do I answer that question? So without without that, without that like grounding. Grounding. Who is what, Spider-Man? Who is Spider-Man? Agreed. Spider-Man is just some teen with superpowers. Yeah. Well, so we have one more movie to watch. <laughs> okay. And you'll, you'll get some answers. Is there great power great comes great responsibility in yeah. that movie cuz like it, this is a real touchstone in the Spider-Man universe that is missing. Right. I think it's in all the Spider-People universes. Yeah, it's his, it's his thing. It's his thing. So uh, Peter's like, I need to borrow your phone. I need to figure this out. And so he borrows Happy's phone. He's like, what's your password? He's like, password. He's like, yeah, no, what yeah, is your what password? Yeah, but what is the password? It's password sped up. You're the fucking head of security for like Stark Enterprises and your password is password. He's like, yeah, I'm not proud of that either. Yeah, I don't feel good about it either. <laughs> and so... He manages to look up, like, uh, Flash's Instagram and be like, where are they going? Oh, they're in London. Okay, we got to get the ship to London. He's like, do you have a, a suit for me? And he's like, no, but I got this. And he pushes a button and there's a whole fab lab in the back half. It's of like the sh- a suit creator. Yeah, well, it's it's one of Tony Stark's 3D fabrication mm-hmm. tools that can make literally anything. Right, so he's going through and choosing, like, I want this web shooter, I want this amount of, like, protection, I want this amount of the energy to go to yeah. X and Y. So there's this moment where he's, like, fiddling with stuff and moving stuff around, and then he sticks his hand in something and pulls it out and moves around and looks at it, and it is an exact replica of a move that Tony Stark did Oh, uh, in one of the Iron Man movies. 
And Happy was there for that. And Happy's just standing there like proud papa. Yeah, he's like, he's got some feels. Like, you could tell he's, like, processing some things and being like, they are the same. Like, there is some similarity. Although, like, he is much less of an asshole. Yeah. Like, maybe this is what would happen if Tony Stark wasn't a narcissistic (laughs) asshole. You might get an actual hero out of it. You might, yeah. As opposed to the guy that just, like, had to had to be the guy that went down on the blaze of glory maybe it's somebody else that's got a bigger goal mm-hmm. and so i do appreciate this was something my kids appreciated too is like um happy walks up he's like you take care of the suit i'll take care of the music and starts playing black back in black which of course is from one of the early yes yeah you know, by acdc acdc and and peter's like i love that zeppelin and like you can like hear Happy's eyes roll. Right, and my kids are like, this is ACDC, and I was like, that's the joke. <laughs> yes, you found the joke. So, uh, the kids arrive in London, and Brad is freaking the hell out. He's like, is no one putting this together? Like, Peter is obviously up to something. He he was with that one lady in the bathroom, and I took a photo of him, but I don't know where that photo is. He's been disappearing. He's not with us right fucking now, and no one seems concerned about this. And then Jay's like, you seem really obsessed with Peter, man. Like, maybe we should revisit that whole, like, you took a picture of him in the bathroom? And the teachers are like, yeah, that's... That's not that's not chill. That's not cool. And he's like, that's not what I'm talking about. He's like, yeah, but, like, it is what you're talking about. So we right. need to talk about... And TBH, that isn't cool. And the kids just kind of, like, dissolve. And the kids go and get on a double-decker bus. Of course, the driver mm-hmm. is one of the henchmen from... Right, one of the henchmen of Mysterio. Yep. And so we're in London, and Quentin is getting ready to start this whole show. Right, and the driver of the bus is like, the kids are in the kill zone. Yeah, it's great. Uh, And so... just parks the bus and walks away. Quentin has Edith launch all the drones she has to augment the drones that he already had. So now he's got a super ton of drones. It's so many drones! And Spider-Man is, like, building a suit and kind of discussing plans. Like, yeah, I just gotta get inside the hologram. If I get in the hologram, I can see what's going on. And I can destroy it from the from inside. From the inside. And, and Happy's like, like, that seems like, he's like, that seems like a terrible plan. So maybe. But honestly, all I ever work with is people who make terrible plans. So like, sure. Yeah. They just pull them off by charm and skill and right. luck and plot armor. Plot armor. So we get to London. It's all starting. It's really impressive because we've got more drones and they're cranked to 11. So like. The tower bridge is getting wrecked, which is where the kids were stranded. Uh, And then Peter and Happy fly up, and Peter drops into the middle of it and just starts zapping, or starts webbing all the drones together. Right, and he's, like, like going into, like, the explosion. He's like, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. Yep. And when he gets enough of them tethered together, he's actually been using his taser webs, which we were introduced to last movie. Yes, taser webs. And fries a significant part of them, so you start seeing the delusion illusion cracking. Kind of dissolve, yeah. And Beck, meanwhile, is trying to just, like, kill the kids that know who he is. And yes. and while well, Spider-Man's, like, dodging drones and doing all this stuff, and then... um. It's crazy. Like, there's just a lot of shit happening. Also, before Spider-Man drops into the fray, he's on the side of the jet. Yeah. And they're going up. And uh, he's like, hey, we need to talk about you and my Aunt May. <laughs> and, like, Pappy's just like, uh, do uh, I don't think so. And I don't, it's unclear if he fell off 
at the end of that where he had more to say or if that was uh, part of the, the plan of where he jumped off. Also in this whole thing, like, Happy calls um, Nick Fury. is like, hey, just so you know, like, you know, we're we're on our way and the kid's here and, like, maybe we should not trust what you're always, you know, things aren't always what they appear, you know, and uh, and Nick Fury is just like, get this man off my phone. He's like, Maria, go get, go, get a good position. And so as things are breaking down, she's able to like... Wasn't there something about a surfboard? Yeah. He's like, yeah, so I was cleaning out some stuff and Tony's old place and he found a surfboard. I said, whose is this? And he's like, it belongs to... To Nick Fury, it's like, I didn't seem like he's a surf- surfer. And he's like, yeah, well, things aren't always what they appear. And, like, looks right at the camera. And he's like, who the fuck? Get off this. And then he's like, <laughs> Maria, go get in, like, a defensive position. Mm-hmm. And so, as everything's breaking down and, and stumbling out, one of the drones was, like, parked, cloaked and parked right outside of Fury's... um window and maria is able to shoot it before it shoots him he, mm-hmm. and fury doesn't even flinch. right he's like you got me and she's like i got you and it explodes and he just like stands there for a second then walks right up from the window he's like what the fuck is going on like i think i got it but i'm like only like i'm catching on and right. i do not like this situation right this is not a good feeling so the fight continues um the kids end up, my happy ends, lands a plane on, in London, like on the side of the Thames, finds the kids conveniently. He's like, hey, We're get like, in that. You gotta, you gotta get in the jet so you can be safe. And then the jet explodes. He's like, never plan mind. B, let's go to the Tower of London and hide in the like Crown Jewels vault. Right. And they're like, yeah, sounds great. It's like eight feet of solid st- like metal. We'll be fine. And so they go that way, find their way past a couple of drones the like tower guards have like submachine guns and are like shooting down drones and i'm like they do not have machine guns they do the tower uh guards have machine guns does anyone else have machine guns i don't Uh, think so i don't think it's machine guns yeah i mean they have automatic rifles okay technically it's like a tech nine or something like that it's a or a sig i think but it's a it's a but compact like, also my style. hat has feathers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a real interesting vibe. Have you ever vibe. seen, um, you know who the Swiss Guard are? Yes. Like, they look redonkulous. And they also have access to an armory <laughs> that is spectacular and includes halberds and, like... But they look like fucking Harley Quinn. Six like, hours. they have, like, ruffly collars. Uh, yeah. They, like, they have little Harlequin, like, checks. <laughs> yes. Like, blue and orange Harlequin Is pattern. it blue and orange? It's, it's so or ridiculous. blue and yellow or something. Yeah, I think it's yellow. But, uh, but it's wild. Yeah. So, like, there's all kinds of, like, weird anachronistic, like, you have this traditional uniform, but also you're the most badass dude in the room. Just so we're clear. Also very tight pants. You very look, you tight You look pants. like a clown. Yeah. And, and the frilly collar. That's important. Yeah. Or the giant wool hat. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so they they get, the kids get down into the vault and close the doors. And they're all like having moments of like confessing of things. Of like truth. And, you know, like, you know, Flash is like, I only post things because I want people to like me. And like... Right, and Ned's girlfriend's like, I have a fake ID, but I've never used it. Yeah, and I don't remember what Ned's was, or MJ's. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Happy's is like, I'm in love with Spider-Man's aunt. And like everybody stops and looks at him, and Ned and like MJ are like, yeah, yeah, 
We're just okay. like, yeah, I thought we were sharing things. And like, yeah, the other two are utterly confused, but like Ned and MJ have the context to be like, no, no I mean, honestly, she's, you could do worse. Like, you know, if she has any interest in you, I would say go for it. Um, and so Peter, meanwhile, is up top fighting and like, I can't even describe what the fuck the man is doing. Right. It's acrobatic and it's cinematic and it's spectacular, but he ends up on the top of like the walkways above the tower bridge. Yes. Face to face with, with Mysterio. With Mysterio. And they have a, like, again, like a reality bending confrontation. And right. Because Mysterio like, has all the drones that makes all the, whatever, the holograms. holograms. And Peter's like, fuck this shit. I'm just closing my eyes. And then just uses the Peter tingle to like navigate down the hallway, busting drones and getting his shit done. Right. And um, in, you know, at one point he turns a drone around and it shoots Mysterio, uh-huh. who drops. And then he's able to, like, kind of get back up to him. And Mysterio's sitting there talking and is like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, people need to believe, you know, people these days need just need something to believe in and they'll believe anything. And as he's given this, you know, monologue. All of a sudden you hear a gunshot and you look over and Peter's holding the gun over his head. Yeah, like up and over. Up and over and Mysterio's there and he's, you know. Because the Mysterio on the ground who was dying was an illusion. Was a whole fucking illusion. And the realist Mysterio is right there. And so they're able to fight a little bit. he's like, you can't fool me anymore. And so knocks him down and then steals the glasses. He's like, hey, um, you know. Edith, cancel, you know, turn off all drones, you know, stop all damage. He's like, execute, you know, execute cancellation protocols. He's like, yeah, execute all of them. And she like stands down and all the drones, you know, the, the, the illusions disappear. All the drones fly out and yay, they won. But you see like one last download on like the main tech guy's phone. Right. Also like that dude, like. Your boss threatened to kill you, and now your boss is dead. Yeah, maybe just take would the you, Would you still do the thing he wanted you to do? No. Do you, no, not at all. I would barely do it if not he was alive. Not at all. But, but this dude must believe in the mission. Yeah. Or whatever. So Peter drops down onto the bridge, and MJ's instantly up on it and is like, Hey, how's it going? She's got a mace that she had down in the... Right, like I stole this from the museum just in case, in case but, we needed it. And so, like, he's like, Happy gave me this, but it's all broken. It's the Black Dahlia pendant. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. It was supposed to be nice. We were supposed to give it to, I was supposed to give it to you on the top of the Eiffel Tower. And then maybe we would like kiss. I mean, oh, shit. And she just looks at him. It's like, I like it better broken. And then she just, like, gives him, like, this really quick, awkward peck. Very, yeah, very chaste, very fast kiss. It's like, you kissed me. It's like, sorry. Whatever, man. I mean, that's what you wanted, right? He's like, I mean... Yeah, actually, it was everything I was trying to get for this whole fucking trip. Like, that's all I wanted. And then they talk a little more, and then they, like, have like, a real good kiss. like, I don't just kiss. watch you because I think you're Spider-Man. Like... Just for the record. I watch you because I care about you, and you're important to me, and I like you a lot. And then they have, like, a real kiss, and then she's like, I should probably take this back and picks up the, the mace again in case they miss it or something. And you should do what you need to do. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And so he just, like, walks away. And he's, he's like, like... It's, like, kind of hobbling, but also, like, kind of skipping. Yeah, like, elated, painful. 
Yes, it's very cute. It is. It is. Um, and so, um, Happy, we sh- cut to Happy, like, on the shore. And he's talking to Meg on his cell phone. He's like, yeah, yeah, he did great. Kid did great. He's fine. Everybody's fine. All the kids are fine. Like, made sure, like, you can calm down. Like, sure, probably massive loss of life and property damage here in London. But since you don't know any of them, it's all fine. Um, I'll I'll get him home as soon as possible. Like, right. and he walks up on Maria Hill and Fury. And Fury's like, I knew something was up. I, I, I had no doubts in the kid. And Maria's like, No, he, you didn't. Bullshit. Like, you had no idea what was going on this whole time. Right. But, like, you know, appearances aren't always what it seem. Like, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you got the coded message. And he's like, yeah, appearances aren't always what it seem. Might as well wink at the fucking camera. You're not, <laughs> like, you're, you're not a cloak and dagger kind of guy, just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever. Got it through. He's like, by the way, Peter will call you. Really? Yeah. Don't call him. He'll call you when he's ready. And Fury's like, bullshit, man. I don't take orders from 16-year-olds. He's like, no, but, you know, you you take orders from me. You might want to start. So he walks, and just kind of, like, Happy just walks, like, they. well, they stare at each other for a minute, and Happy doesn't blink. Mm -hmm. And then, then, like, Nick just kind of, like, gives him a subtle nod, and Happy just, like, gives him a nod back, and they walk off. And I'm just like, you just stared down Nick Fury. Right. There's like three right. people in the universe that have done also, that. Also, he only has one eye. So, like. <laughs> Makes it even better. Makes it even better. So, back in New York, we're at the airport as everybody's landing. MJ and Peter walking off the plane, holding They're hands. They're holding hands, like awkwardly. Uh, and Betty, Ned's girlfriend, is like, You guys are so cute. Uh, and he was like, yeah, we should, like, do a double date sometime. And they're like, oh, yeah, we broke that. up. Yeah. Apparently, sometimes a man and a woman grow apart. And, um, you know, how it is. It's, yeah, but we'll always be friends. and we'll like always have Paris. Right. Actually, I didn't specifically go to Paris. But, right. like, whatever. Um, and then May's there to pick him up. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad to see you. Oh, where are your bags? Oh, wait. Yeah, they got blown up. Um, just get in the car. I got you a bagel with some, like, a lot of butter on it. Like, butter bagels. He's like, ooh, butter bagels. Which I feel... Like also, a hot butter bagel sounds delicious. I feel like that is just Tom Holland. He, for, like, a moment, <laughs> she was like, I brought you hot butter bagels. And it might He's not like, be the script. like, ooh, a bagel. And he was like, oh, I could go for a hot butter bagel right now. Give me the car. And then, um, we see Peter. And he's sitting there and he's got his, like, he's got his suit on, but he doesn't have the mask on. He's like, we need to talk about being honest, about deception, about how that doesn't serve anyone and how we need to be transparent about who we are and what we want Uh and what we're expecting and what we're experiencing. So is there anything you guys want to tell me? And it's a reverse and it's May and... uh, Like, are you guys dating? Are you guys dating? And it's May and Happy and Happy's like... Uh, yeah, and May's like, no. She's like, Not really. I mean, it was, and like, it's so beautiful because May's just like, it was just like a summer fling. Like, we're just doing a thing. Like, she's totally like. She's like, it could be like on or off or whatever. And he's like, I mean, but it also could grow into something like more meaningful. And she's like, I mean, I'm open to that, but I'm also like not open to that. <laughs> like, I'm just, you know. I'm just seeing what happens. Seeing what happens. And like, happy, he's like, oh, fuck. You two obviously need to talk this shit out. Right. He's like, whatever. But but I gotta go. I got a date. And he goes and he picks up MJ at, like, Grand Central Station and starts swinging her around New York City. Mm-hmm. 
And she does not love She's it. She's just like screaming. She's like, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. So I love it because um, in like all of the other Spider-Man, whenever he swings his significant other, they're always just like, this is so amazing. But like she legit is just like, no, this is terrifying. Right. Like, why are you? Right. How do you do and this? And when she finally dropped her, she's like, I'm never doing that again. And that was not okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just so we're clear. Like, and the other thing is he went from Grand Central Station to 8th Street. Uh, well, he's no, he's at um, um, Times Square. Uh huh. That is not a big difference. Uh huh. It was a short trip. That's a couple of blocks. Yeah. You can walk that in like twenty minutes. Right. Tops. If right. you're if you're swooping, that's like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the movie ends, and when the credits come back, first screen, the first like credit scene is in Times Square, and earlier in this movie you said. Yes. Is J. Jonah Jameson in these? In in this in this part of the universe. And all of our kids were like, mm-hmm. and they were like, not really. And no, I was like, that's no, too, bad. too bad. But this is where somebody anonymously posts a video. They show it, and it's Mysterio saying, "Um, you know, this was Peter Parker. You know, Spider Man has killed me. He's running the drones. He's in charge of Stark technology." And also Spider-Man is Peter Parker, and it cuts to the guy who broke the story, which was, of course, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonas Jameson, but he works for the DailyBugle.net. Right, like, he's definitely, like, a real, you know, uh, fake news... uh, He's a very Alex Jones. Alex Jones Infowars kind of vibe. Yeah, and they they talked about it, they're like, that's exactly... He has a bunch of, like, rabid followers, but he's not at all a quote-unquote journalist. No, no. And... The, in the whole thing, they're like, yeah, that's where we're going with, like, in the, they're like, this is, this is where J. Jonah Jameson would have been. Right. Like, he, he was like, a tabloid. Tab- tabloid news, uh, viral news. Yeah. Like, he just, he doesn't care if it's true. He just cares how many papers can he sell. Yes. Guess where those guys are now. Yeah. They're on the fringe they have, conspiracy they have, all, they have all become blogs. cable news, uh, internet news. Yep. Yeah. And then there's scene two, which establishes that Hill and Fury were actually scrolls. Yes. This is, by the way, hinted um, in the first scene. Okay. Because when Maria gets out, she calls um, Nick Fury Nick. Uh-huh. And in, one of, in the Marvel movie, he said, no one calls me Nick. No one calls me Nick. And so the fact that someone does call him Nick is an assignment. Oh, instead of Mr. Fewer, Mr. Fury. Just or Sir. Sir or Mr. Yeah, or Fury. Just Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, and so turns out they're scrolls. And one of them is like Talos. He's like, um, I'm really freaking out because like we gave the glasses to the kid, like you said. And then like shit just kind of went off the rails. Like, we, but you know, the boy handled it. The boy, boy handled, handled it. it. But you should probably, there's a lot of loose ends that we're going to need you to like. Right. You should just come check it out. Just like, suit, suit, just sort it out for me, please. And then you see Nick Fury, like watching this video, hanging up in the middle of it and going, all right. And he's like on the beach somewhere with a coconut. Mm-hmm. And then he stands up and the beach dissolves. And he's right. on a spaceship. He's in a pod on a spaceship. And he walks out and he's barefoot. He's like, where the fuck are my shoes? Right. Come on, guys. we got a lot of work to do. Where are my shoes? And fade out. And that's the end. of like the end credit upon end credit upon end credit scene. You there know. were like three of them. This was like fucking Lord of the Rings. Because marbles. Mm-hmm. So. 
What do we learn from this movie? I mean... Deception breeds deception breeds deception. Yeah, yeah. And the the fish bull, Doctor Strange, did not go to the Academy of the Swoosh Whooshing. Yeah. Even though he had the thing with the triangle hands. It was all just illusions. It was all just a farce. Um, teenagers are awkward, but good news. Everyone is awkward. Adults are also awkward. True story. People be awkward. I appreciate how much awkward is in these shows. Right. You're like, it's nice when, like, very pretty people are also awkward. It's a Mm -hmm. nice change of pace. Well, and, like, Tom Holland, of course, famously awkward. Yeah, even even in the real life. In real life. He is just, like, my favorite was um, The Onion um, had an article that was, like, Tom Holland accidentally posted entirety of Avengers Endgame to his Instagram account. And he's like, I saw that headline, and my first thought was, oh shit. (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) Did I do that? And then I was like, wait, they don't trust me with this. I don't even know what happened in this movie. Right, they gave me fake scripts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, he's like, they tell me my line, and they just point at me when I'm supposed to deliver it. I don't even know what anyone else is saying around me. Mm -hmm. He's like, there are entire scenes that I'm shooting in blue screen by myself with just like, right, just my lines. So he's like, they specifically keep me from knowing everything. Right. And all of the, all the ones where I seem confused is because I'm legitimately confused. (laughs) And I appreciate that about Tom. But then they're like, also for the record, um, Happy and May don't know what's going on on the other side of their relationship. Like, they're both confused and awkward. And Happy's like, yeah, totally. This is like the love of we're, my life. It's going to be awesome. We're totally dating. And May was like, I thought we were just like blown off steam. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought this was just like a summer fling. Like, it's great. And they're like, okay, so apparently no one is good at this. No one is good at this. It takes open communication and that takes work. And, and no one is just naturally good at it. Nope. So that's true. Yeah. That's very, very true. Uh, also... People need something to believe in, and they'll believe. And these days, they'll believe in anything. Yeah. I was like, oof, 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 oof that oof. hits too hard. These days. I mean, it's been that way for a minute, but yes. Yes. Anything else? I think that's it for now. So, did you like this movie? Yeah, it was. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Well, first off. Um, the first movie you saw, you're like, I hope there's more Zendaya in yes. the next one. More Mad I Day. hope there's more MJ, and I hope she's equally like snarky, and she doesn't become like a wallflower that needs to be saved. Right. I don't think. I think Ned needs to be saved twice as much <laughs> as right. MJ. Right, and I think that's important. Like it, for her character, I didn't want her to become the damsel in distress. No, like the one time, like they do all kind of run away together. It's because there's an army of drones right. military drones chasing and like, her and like though no, the right move is run right and happy is equally uh in that situation like his best thing is i know where to run to that's the only thing he brings to the table and they all right. get back into this vault and they're all holding weapons and i mean like ancient weapons but yeah like somebody's got a halberd and you know someone's got a flail and somebody's got a a, 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 mace. a mace yeah but like yeah it, but she's i mean she's ready to throw down with that mace mm-hmm and, you know, Flash is not. Ned is maybe going to be okay with that halberd. But, like, we'll see what happens. We'll see what but, happens. like, yeah, she's not a damsel. And I do appreciate that. She never really 
she never gets to damsel status. Right. And which is which is nice. It's which nice. is really good. She's she's a, she's got her own agency. And with that, please parent responsibly. Yeah, please parent responsibly. <laughs>